Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 33. And as you can see from the title and probably the music at the beginning, we are going to be talking about Metroid this week. So a little bit of a backstory with uh, myself and Metroid. Dread is the first Metroid game I've actually ever completed in the Metroid series. I played a handful of other Metroid games, played some Super Metroid, <clears throat> never actually completed it. I played uh, Metroid 3 Corruption on the Wii for a little bit, and I believe I started a little bit of the original Metroid Prime. I own all the Prime games, never beat any of them, and uh, now that the Metroid Fusion has just recently dropped on Nintendo, the Game Boy Advance thingy, I'm, I'm pretty interested to try that one out now as well, but I'm going to be talking about Metroid Dread. I know it came out uh, over a year ago now, but... It takes me some time to get to these games sometime. So, before we get into the Metroid Dread discussion, which will be spoiler-free, I may add. I do not spoil anything. Uh, let's talk about, since it's, it has been a couple of weeks since I did this, um, did a gamer cast. let's talk about some of the stuff I've been uh, watching, playing, doing over the last week. So, let's start with um, something that's the freshest in my mind. So, last night, I watched episode one of The Last of Us, and oh, buddy, oh, buddy, it's fucking terrible. It's one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Put your, put the knife down. It's fantastic. So, I only watched the first episode, and um, I am a huge fan of the show Chernobyl, which is the same guys that are doing <clears throat> this show. And right away, I got that feeling of um, something is wrong. Uh, the same feeling that I got when I watched Chernobyl. And they, they're so good at doing that. So I got that right away. The first episode is excellent. I've already I played The Last of Us 1 and 2. So I, I know the story, but man, I still got... I still got a little choked up in episode one, so I think they did a phenomenal job. The casting, I think so far, is perfect through episode one. I love Ellie. Uh, the short amount of time that she was there, I'm already like, oh yeah, she's she's amazing. Pedro as, as um, what's his face? The fucking Joel. I mean, oh, of course, absolutely. Really digging it so far, so I'm going to be watching a lot of that. I'm hoping over the next week or so here and get that done. Watch that up. I uh, started watching a little bit of um, What We Do in the Shadows, I believe it's called. Uh, kind of a comedy show. It's on Disney. That's where I'm watching it. And uh, it's it's alright. I'm just a handful of episodes in. It's uh, it's like Parks and Recs, but like with vampires. So it's kind of, it's a comedy show with that weird kind of the office Parks and Recs filming style. It's pretty, it's alright. So far, It I haven't gotten any like really good laughs or anything. I'm letting the show letting it come along, but I was kind of, they say fuck, which I wasn't expecting, I didn't, like, I'm fine with swearing, swearing's fine, I just didn't expect him to be dropping F-bombs, so that's kind of nice, I kind of like that, so I'm gonna watch a little bit more of that, see if it, um, if it grabs me, so far it's like, alright, but I hear really good things about it, so I decided to give it a shot, and I think that's everything that I've been watching over the last little bit, <clears throat> my wife and I are really excited, uh, tonight, well, the day that I'm recording this, uh, the Power Slap fucking finale thing is tonight, and oh my god, dude, the Dana White's Power Slap, been talking about it for a little while now, uh, literally one of the stupidest things I've ever watched in my life, but it is immensely entertaining, my wife and I cannot stop watching it, we get extremely excited for 
Wednesdays when the power slap is on and and it's the finale tonight. So um, we're I'm, we're gonna be fucking um oh, amped to watch that. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Again, it's <clears throat> incredibly stupid, but if you got some time and you're looking for something, check out episode one. I I swear to God, you'll be blown away by how insane it is what they're doing on that show. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's about everything that I've been watching. In terms of video games, I'm still kind of slowly plodding through Neon White. It's kind of a... It's not a game that I'm, like, extremely addicted to. It's just something that's really fun on the side to play. A lot of my, um... Time has been dedicated to Metroid Dread. That's been my number one game, my hardcore game, and now I've defeated that game, so... We'll be talking about that, obviously. Neon White, I plan on talking about it a little bit more in... uh, I want to do an indie... Uh, episode with uh, a handful of games I want to talk about. So, Neon White, I don't think I could talk about it for a full episode, so I'm going to throw in a handful of other little retro, or uh, sorry, indie games that I think uh, may not warrant a full episode, but I think are still worth a discussion. So, be on the lookout for that more than likely next week. And uh, playing through Neon White, still going through Ratchet and Clank, the original uh, PS3 version, though. And uh, still liking it, still liking it quite a bit. I really want to get through the original trilogy of those, and hopefully do an episode on the original PS2 trilogy of Ratchet and Clank. That sh- that would be a lot of fun. And um, also playing through the Quarry. My wife and I got through the Quarry. We beat that, and um, I plan on doing a let's play of that at some point on the YouTube channel. Honestly, we're a little bit underwhelmed with that one. It was fine, but yeah, it kind of ended, and we're like, "Oh, okay, that's it." And we we're, we're thinking about doing going through it again because we weren't really satisfied with the playthrough that we had. But it was all right. I still think, um, by far, um, whatever until dawn is by far the best game that they have in all the games that Supermassive has made way just by far and away the best one but it was still a good enough time it took us like three or four sit downs to get through it wasn't very long but it was all right you can get it on the playstation plus thingy now so if you have that it's worth a download but i don't know if i would pay uh amount uh, a certain amount of money for it probably not so I played through that. I have been. I started up Super Castlevania Four. Finally, not going to talk a whole bo- lot about that one because I have another episode planned, uh, which is going to be a little bit uh, something called the Retro Backlog. I'm thinking about, and I'm going to talk about some of the retro games that kind of uh, everyone should play, maybe at least once. And I'm going to go back and revisit some of those games that I never played as a kid. Uh, I've done a few of these already: The Legend of Zelda. Link to the Past I did, and Super Mario Bros. 3. So this time I'm going to do Castlevania 4, and I have a plan on doing Mega Man X as well. Hoping, I'm not sure if either of those are going to be episodes by themselves. I may combine them into something, but playing through Castlevania 4, and oh yes, um, having a good time. It's hard. I'm having a, a, a little bit of an adjustment period with these old school games. They're, they're tricky, but I'm having a really good time with it. So uh, taking notes on that game while I play through... Uh, it, excuse me very much. And then on the YouTube channel, I am playing through Detroit Become Human over there, and oh man, this this game has grabbed me yet again. The first time I played through it, I was like pleasantly surprised by how good it actually was, and now I'm doing a let's play of it, and I like, it's another one of those let's plays that I like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I want to, I kind of want to just play some Detroit Become Human and record some of that shit, so yeah, Detroit Become Human is 
if you haven't played it, man, it's a very good game. I really, really like Detroit Become Human. And, I mean, if you don't want to play it, you can go over to the YouTube channel link down below. You can watch me play it and be an idiot. So, uh, if you're interested, you may go ahead and do that. I would much so appreciate it. And I think that's, uh, yeah, that's everything that I've been playing over the last week. If you want to get involved on the podcast, uh, let me know what you've been playing or if you have any recommendations for me, anything like that. I am all ears. I love a good recommendation, movie, TV show, video game, obscure, obscure video game. You don't have to be like, oh, dude, I recommend you play Hogwarts. It's like, well, obviously. I mean, everyone's playing Hogwarts. Eventually, I will get to it, yes. But not right now. Just not in the mood for a, <clears throat> a game like that at the moment. It just seems... I don't know, I played so many of those open world games. Yeah, it's got the Harry Potter thing to it, but right at this moment, not very interested in playing that. Kind of in the in the really uh, short, short but sweet games right now, which I feel like Metroid Dread sort of is. So let's start talking about Metroid Dread on the Nintendo Switch. So like I said, I'm fairly kind of a noob, a little bit new to the Metroid games. I never beat one. I enjoy them, but I don't love them. Uh, this one finally got to beat it i was um i was happy with it i like this game but i will not lie i had a little bit of a love-hate relationship throughout my playthrough with this game started out a little bit rocky and it got good and then it got really rocky again and then it got excellent then just excellent times so with that being said let's just kind of talk a little bit about what this game is so it's a 2d action platformer game or better known as a metroidvania so you got this big area you're exploring kind of it's kind of chunked into a bunch of different pieces of the map and they're kind of areas and you'll transport to different ones you're exploring these areas and your main goal is to get back up to the top and get to your ship and escape the planet that's your basic goal. Um, you're going to have a whole bunch of other goals along the way. In that classic Metroidvania style, you're going to start out with not very many powers. You're going to run into a lot of, oh, I can't go here yet. Oh, okay. Oh, I see that thing up there. Oh, how do I get that? Oh, I, can't, I guess I just can't get that right now. So it's definitely a, it's a bit of a mystery game. So I will warn that if you don't like getting lost, if you don't like exploring, if you if you like a linear game that's like, hey, go here, go here, do that and do this, this may not be a game for you. This is a very, I wouldn't say very non-holding your hand, but there's it definitely leaves you to uh, your own devices at times. And even for myself, a veteran gamer who's been playing video games most of my life, I got stuck in this game a handful of times. And I will... I will not shy away from the fact that I needed a guide at times. I needed to look up a video guide of someone who knows what the hell they're doing when it comes to playing a Metroid game. And boy, howdy, was that ever useful. That whoever that let's, that Let's Play was very good. Uh, showed me a lot of things about Metroid that I didn't know that you could do that. So the game has a lot of mystery to it. There's a lot of um, backtracking. There's a lot of revisiting areas, which is backtracking. I just said it twice, but in, in a different way. Um, a lot of ex exploration and uh, a lot of just kind of not knowing where to go. You may sometimes um, just, uh, well, I would say a handful of times. There was a handful of times that I was just straight up, I have no fucking idea what to do next. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. So the game doesn't really give you a whole lot of that. Uh, at times, there are a couple times where it's like, hey, go over here. But it doesn't like put a big 
fucking arrow. Hey, go here, and it doesn't give you, like, I don't know, a, a beam of light, a, a trace to follow where exactly to go. So, you, you have to use your brain a little bit, and you're definitely going to be using the map a lot in this game. The map is very helpful. And I will shout out one of the great mechanics of this game in terms of the map, since I'm talking about the map. Um, as you're discovering things... In the game, you'll find things that will uncover parts of the map and show you, oh, okay, there, there's these paths I can go on. And, and the, map, the map is quite detailed. It's going to tell you, okay, it's this kind of door. You're going to need this. Or sometimes it'll have mysteries. And you'll be like, oh, okay, if it has question marks on it, then you probably you don't have that thing unlocked yet. You'll just find it later. So you have that going on. But the map is extremely useful. for So there's a lot of collectibles. That you will find throughout this game. Uh, most collectibles are power tanks. You find power tanks to increase your health. And you'll find missile upgrade tanks. Which will increase your missile capacity. So I don't know why I said capacity like that. But uh, the map will glow with like a white. It'll start kind of blinking white. And that'll let you know if there's something hidden on that particular part of the map. Which is extremely helpful. I love that in my Metroidvanias. I like a Metroidvania that will... Rather, at end game, late part of the game will let me know where everything is. Hollow Knight did that. And I'll just say right now, I'm probably going to make a lot of references to Hollow Knight. Because, I don't know, Hollow Knight is kind of my is my gold standard for metroidvanias it's in my it's my personal favorite metroidvania i've ever played so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna be comparing those two probably quite a bit but uh yes yeah, so hollow knight did that at the end it kind of just let you know where everything is but metroid i believe it's pretty much right out of the gate it'll let you know won't let you know exactly where it is but it's gonna let you know that hey buddy something is here you should look around maybe twice look around a couple times so you got that map is very useful you're exploring all these areas you're you're going to want to have some patience at the beginning of the game. There's going to be a lot of areas you're not able to go to yet, and that's okay. You're just just move on, go follow the area that you should be going to. And if you want to explore, explore. But I personally just got frustrated at times where I just didn't really feel like exploring. I kind of just wanted to proceed with the game. And at times I didn't know. So, with that being said, uh, you are getting, you're going to be collecting a variety of gadgets. I mean, you get a shitload of gadgets in this game, which is great. I mean, I feel like that's pretty uh, common in, in Metroid games. You're going to be getting all these awesome little upgrades throughout the game. And some are extremely useful, some are less useful, but for the most part, everything has its use and quite good. Just some that you're going to be using a lot more than others. So, one of the major differences, for example, between uh, combat uh, between Hollow Knight and Metroid, this game uses a gun. So, Samus is, is equipped with a weapon, uh, kind of a blaster, so you're shooting, kind of like Mega Man, I guess. Hollow Knight used, like, a little sickle sword, so a little close combat, but, yeah, I really like the... Um, the combat combat in metroid it's quite sad it was a little bit awkward at the beginning the controls it just kind of took a second but once you get in there you get nice and comfy with the controls quite satisfying pretty darn nice feeling controls uh, especially uh, i like the way that they're slowly introducing new abilities so you're, you're you get enough time with a new ability to get used to it and in great just nintendo fashion with great design that they have uh, whenever you get a new weapon, they're gonna like without 
making you feel like a moron they're gonna show you um how to use the ability like right there and then you get it and it's like okay look oh how do i get out of this room oh i better use my new ability and then you learn how to use it so they do that all the time really really good right there so you'll get new abilities for your weapons, you're gonna get new abilities for your suit, and you'll get uh, basically just like straight up new abilities. So you'll upgrade your gun as you go, you'll be able to unlock different doors, you'll be able to have a different blast, a more powerful gun as you're going along, which is very nice, I like that. And there, there are some though that I didn't like very much. One that really annoyed me was, um, the the speed boost so you'll you'll start running you hit the button and then she'll start running faster i mean that is fine i i like moving moving faster that's all good and and everything but the second part of that ability is um you, you basically you'll like store up the energy so that you can like blast off uh upwards or downwards and it's basically used to un like get a lot of the collectibles and stuff oh my god dude that thing what the hell is it called the um the spine boost, I think it is, and um, so you're running, and then you got once it, uh, once you've run long enough, you, it'll power up, and then you hit down on the button, and it'll like store the energy, and then you can shoot off. Oh my god, dude, I was so I don't know. A lot of this I feel like is on me. I just wasn't very. I'm not very good at Metroid, so uh, I struggled a lot with um, trying to collect. If I would move off of so many of the collectibles. Uh, I just couldn't do a lot of them, and I found that that ability very tricky to use. There were some jumps that were so freaking outrageous, and I just a lot of them I would just skip. I think I finished with maybe forty three percent of the collectibles, and a lot of it, like honestly, end all be all, I didn't need a whole lot of the upgrades. Like I had way more missiles than I needed to, and there were so many more missiles you can get. I think I got maybe half of the missile upgrades and I never really had any problem with running out of missiles the energy tanks I mean yeah it would have been nice to get a few more of the energy tanks but uh, I mean I'm not gonna lie I, I died a fair number of times in this in this game I think I put up a picture there on Twitter with my final stats I died like 170 times in this game and I'm gonna talk about why I died so many times a little bit later on but uh yeah it's it can be a little bit tricky yeah, I was having a lot of troubles trying to figure out how to use that that speed boost ability. I I got quite furiated with it at times. The spin boost, when I got that, it took me a minute to figure out how to use that consistently. At the for a little while there, I I just couldn't get it to uh, work on on a consistent level. I found that I needed to. Um, I don't know, I, I, it's still a little bit confusing to me. I feel like I just had to move over the directional pad just a little bit more, but again, it's something that you're going to get a lot better with the controls as you're playing throughout the game, but those two abilities were a little bit tricky, a little bit infuriating at times for me, but oh my god, dude. The best ability you get late, so I would have to say, man, like when it comes to collectibles and stuff, unless you're really, really struggling with the game and you and you need some of those, I would wait until you get the space jump and the screw attack. Once you get those abilities, man, oh my god, the game gets so much, f just way better to play. So once you have that, basically you can you can virtually fly pretty well you you can jump and then you just kind of hit the button like bam bam and you just keep spinning and it'll keep going upwards and upwards and upwards and it just makes everything so much easier throughout the game like oh god um as far as i'm being told like i ain't no metroid 
pro or anything, but there are ways to uh, sequence break this game, meaning that you can get things in a different order than maybe the game intended you to. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to that kind of stuff. I needed a video guide for a lot of this game because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So, um, there are those things. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, me, I tried my best just to play this blind and failed quite miserably, but, uh, I have been told that you can sequence break, but I, I had no real interest in that, but I will recommend if there is a way to sequence break the game to get the space jump and the screw attack early fucking get it because oh once you started getting those abilities oh buddy the game became a real treat to play and um yeah that's pretty much all the the main uh abilities that really blew my mind you get the little grapple hook thing it's pretty good they don't use it a whole lot of course you get the morph ball kind of a all-time classic in metroid games pretty fun to use so you can use you can do some pretty fun uh tricky things with it with the morph ball and the little bombs so you can kind of like launch yourself up really high and the guy that i was watching he was doing some really cool tricks with that way out of my skill abilities but um yeah you can do some really wacky shit with uh, metroid if you know what you're doing again i don't know what i'm doing so with that being said let's talk a little bit about the graphics and the enemy designs and the area designs and everything like that. So, um, overall, I'm just going to say right out of the gate, this game did not really blow my mind graphically at all. It didn't really... I didn't stop and go, oh, wow, this is incredible. Oh, wow, look at this environment and stuff like that. Really, it, it now, I'm not going to say it was bad. It wasn't mediocre or anything. I thought it was just fine. Like, it, it fit... I've seen better looking 2D side scrolling games. Like I'm gonna shout out Hollow Knight. I thought I liked the design and the look of Hollow Knight a lot more, but this game is is different. Like um, this one's a little bit more of a 2D 3D looking thing. It works. Like I like it. It's just that I feel like the backgrounds and kind of the environments themselves lack a little bit of, of that detail, especially when it comes to like the metals and I don't know surfaces and stuff like that. Just kind of seem pretty plain. Like I don't know, like just a plain piece of toast, nothing on it. It's fine. It's a piece of toast. It's it's eatable. It's fine. Nothing really wrong with the piece of toast. It's just there. There's so much more you can do with that piece of toast. So that's my toast analogy for for that. But yeah, the graphics were fine. I was never really blown away. At times, yeah, it looks really. There's some really good moments that you're like, oh wow, that's really nice. But I don't know. This could be a problem with the Nintendo Switch, maybe showing its age or anything. But not a negative on the game, but it's not going to be something that I'm going to give it a, an extra boost in score. Because graphically, it just really never did blow me away. I'm not going to lie. But I thought the suit design for Samus, so uh, along the game, so you, you start out with a pretty mediocre, pretty plain Jane suit. Still looks cool. I mean, the Samus suit, iconic, one of the most badass looking things ever. But as you upgrade and you're getting new abilities, especially when you get like... Uh, you'll get an ability that can that'll allow you to be in hot areas. You'll find certain areas that you get into it, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's too hot!" You're losing all your health, so you can't go in there till you upgrade the suit. Same thing with cold areas. There's cold areas you go into; it's too cold to go in there. But once you start upgrading the suit, it starts looking cooler, and you start getting these really cool colors, and it kind of starts getting into that. I think it's Metroid Fusion. I don't know. It starts getting like that purple, and like, oh god, yeah, like. By the end game, like the suit looks so freaking good. So I love the colors of it. Personally, I always like just the classic 
Metroid Prime suit design with the orange and the big round shoulders. I'd like the orange. The orange is like, that's just the color. Now, there's nothing wrong with this suit being a different color. I love the purple. Purple is one of my favorite freaking colors. But yeah, the suit design looked awesome. Really like that. In terms of the enemy designs, for the most part, I think they're pretty darn good. Uh, I mean, nothing insane like on the creative levels of like Bloodborne and Souls games like that, or Resident Evil, where there's like tentacles exploding out of things. I mean, oh, I mean, there kind of is in this game tentacles, but the enemy designs were fine. Uh, kind of, I don't know. They're aliens, right? There's um, there's a few cool enemies. Uh, most, I mean, the bosses are kind of my favorite part of the game. Well discuss more in detail about the bosses in a little bit but um there's a cool enemy in this game gets introduced a little bit later on in the game it's called the x parasite so i don't know maybe like mid game a little bit further you'll get introduced into this enemy and it's interesting so you'll kill you'll just be around normal enemies that you've been killing along throughout the game and then you'll kill them and then it's like little orb or kind of yeah like a an orb will shoot out of the enemy that you defeated and if you don't kill it it will uh, morph back into a stronger enemy and then you're gonna have to kill it again and if you don't absorb the x parasite that comes out of it it's just gonna keep coming back as a stronger enemy so i thought that was really cool the parasite itself is i mean it just looks like a little orb or whatever it's not all that special but i like that idea i I like that idea that oh shit i gotta get these orbs or it's gonna make something worse for me to have to take out so i thought that was pretty darn cool the the x parasites there was um this, uh, oh, what the hell are they called? The Ch- Chozo soldiers, I think they were called. Um, I'm not sure if they were, if I think they're basically, technically a mini boss or something, but I thought those dudes were really cool. There's um, kind of the main bad enemy dude. I don't know. It's called Ravenbeak. The design on those style enemies are very, very cool. They're like these, I don't know, like large metallic warriors with these like cool masks on them big spears they look cool i mean like i yeah they're very cool looking now there's an enemy in this game that really really bothered me um and it's called the emmy so the emmy is something you get introduced to fairly early on into the game and you'll get to these areas you're going to be warned about this enemy called the emmy that is basically designed to hunt your ass down. And there's really nothing you can do about it. You'll get into these areas and it's going to start hunting you down. It's um, basically early on, you got to run. You got to run away from this thing. If it catches you, it's going to attack you. And you have a very, a very strong chance it's going to kill you pretty much immediately. You have a very small window to get away from it. You have a chance to get away from it. It gives you a chance. It's just... I was very, very bad at getting away from this damn thing. So, um, overall, I found it extremely annoying. I dreaded... Ah, there you go. I used it. I dreaded these sections of the game. Whenever I would see that door, there's a specific door that leads into these zones. And every time I saw it, I was like, oh, God, here we go. So, I mean, mechanically, on paper, it's sounds great. You're getting chased down by this enemy... You can't really you can't defeat it you could slow it down you can hide from it you can hide from it but it's relentless it's going to come after you that's all fine and good and everything it's just me personally it just kind of went 
against the idea of what I thought Metroid was, was like exploration and looking around and, and all that. And when you get into these areas, you gotta, you're running, you're tight butthole, you can't stop and look at anything. You're just trying to find your way out of here as fast as possible. And I would get, fr- I oh my God, dude. So I mentioned that I got killed like damn near uh, 200 times in this game. And 80% of it was these motherfuckers right here. So they catch you. It's going to grab you, and then you got this. You got two chances. It's going to, like, rear up, and it's going to take a swipe at you. You got a chance to dodge it and get the hell away from it for a second, and then it's going to come back at you in a few seconds. You have two chances to do that, and the timing window on it is fucking infuriating. It's inconsistent. It's it's rather too fast, too slow. It's... It gets me all the time. I died so many fucking times to this enemy. I it would infuriate me. It, it would literally infuriate me. And I don't. I'm blaming myself here. I'm not taking major points off of off of this game because of this. Because I think it's more of a me problem, uh, more so than a design. It's not even a design flaw, really. It's not. It's well done. It's just not what I wanted. It's not what I was. I was not having a good time. Was not in the mood to get chased. I hate getting chased around by shit and in a panic where I'm trying to find a way out. It's fast as possible it's just something i do not enjoy so me personally i hated hated these fucking enemies i hated these these areas where i had to run away from this thing and there's a bunch of them there's not just one i think there's seven or eight of these things in total i don't think you have to actually deal with all of them i think you're dealing with like six of them or something like that and each one they'll get a little bit stronger some of them get like different abilities so one will like fucking freeze you it'll shoot like a beam at you and it'll like freeze you dead and it'll catch up to you fucking annoying there's a yellow one the yellow one was the bane of my existence that thing killed me i shit you not like 60 fucking times drove me fucking banana and that thing is just a speed demon that thing fucking comes at you so fast so relentless that thing killed me so many times hated it hated that thing so the only way that you can kill these motherfuckers is you get through their area and then eventually you'll find this like kind of an eye thing you got to fight so you kill the eye it's a mediocre boss fight uh, especially in comparison to all the other boss fights you got to take out a handful of these so you kill this stupid eyeball thing and then you absorb its power and then you you unlock or you turn on this fucking super gun and it's the only thing powerful enough to take out this freaking enemy so you go back and then then you got to freaking uh find a way to shoot this thing because a you got to shoot it with like a machine gun blast and you got to shoot it a whole bunch of times to like melt down its face to reveal its core and then you got to like charge out the blast and fucking you got to give yourself enough distance from it and for it to charge up so you can shoot it and then you blast its fucking stupid asshole core off and then you kill that motherfucker and yes the killing of those things was immensely satisfying because the hatred I felt for these things was immense. I hated these things. But, um, so that all, all, the whole thing, the whole sequence, even like getting in the proper positioning over and over again, I would get killed trying to get into the proper position to shoot the thing because at the beginning it's fairly easy. Some of the areas, nice long hallways, you can fucking line up a shot really easily. Other areas, there's only like, a very, very small, tight butthole window of, a, of an area you can shoot this thing in. And you better shoot it perfectly or it's going to fucking get you and it's going to kill you. So that is my little rant about the enemies. I personally despise this thing. Uh, 
I would say two or three times I almost gave up on this game because of these areas. I was just not not having it, not really feeling it whatsoever. And there's a few times I was like, you know what? I just I don't think this is a game for me. But I trucked on. I kept trucking on and um it mostly because of the boss fights. The boss fights in this game are excellent. Excellent boss fights. Very very fun boss fights. Um they um they're a little bit um what do you call it? What's the word we're looking for? Trial by error bosses. You'll get into these bosses. Some are really big, epic, kind of crazy bosses. And I like that. That's all fine. The design of the boss is really freaking cool. Really like the design of the boss. is really, really fun. And a lot of the bosses have, like, stages. A lot of them are three-tier three boss fights with, um, with a certain thing that you got to do. And, oh, man, dude, like, the one boss that you're fighting... Fuck, he, he reminds me of freaking Godzilla. He even sounds like Godzilla. I think Crate or something. He, I think he's even, like, again, I'm not a super um, Metroid know-everything, but he, he reminds me of a boss that I've seen in one of the handhelds, I think. He's got this, like, big claw, but you got to shoot, like, his belly button in one sequence, and you're, like, shooting up the side of the wall to shoot his head, and, like, really, really like that boss. That boss was unbelievably fun, and that's the thing about these bosses. So, like I said, they are kind of trial and error. These bosses killed me a hand, like, a handful of times. It took me a few tries over and over again to get the patterns to figure out okay, how do I dodge that move? Because every move, every attack that the enemy does in this game, everything is dodgeable. It just may take you a second to figure out, okay, oh, how am I supposed to do it? Oh, okay, I need to jump and like shift through this or, or do something. Um, all the bosses, I didn't get sick of any of the bosses aside from one I will talk about in a moment. But every boss fight, they were so much fun mechanically and visually fun and appealing that I had no problem going back and fighting them over and over and over again um, until I got the pattern. It felt very old school, like old school Super Nintendo boss fight. You get into it, you're overwhelmed with what it's just shooting this at you and, and fucking swinging at you. You're like, good God. But you could see like, okay, I see that that looks like a weak point. I'm going to shoot at it. And yeah, I like the fact that everything, almost every projectile in a way is a little bit of a puzzle that you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I dodge that? Oh, I could shoot it or, oh, I'm supposed to do that. So boss fights are my favorite part about this game. And the main reason why I kept going through it early boss fights right away. Like the first boss fight shows off that, that style where it's like, oh, okay, there's um, so tricky dodges I got to figure out, some patterns I got to figure out, and uh, certain areas on the bosses that you have to shoot. So certain areas, like, I don't know, for example, it's face. It's face will, will ha take more damage than its knee or something. So you have to shoot the right areas on certain bosses, which I really liked. I liked, for the most part, the tier, the, the tier system, how they're, like, three-phase fights for the most part. I hate that shit, but it worked really well in this game. Uh, I, I, the one boss fight that I love the most, uh, I don't know if it's, um, again, it might be a mini boss because these guys show up a few times, but the twin Chozo soldier fight. Oh my God. I fucking love that fight. I wanted to keep dying just so I can keep doing this fight. So you like, I walk into this room and there's one Chozo soldier. I'm like, Oh, okay. I fought this dude before. And then another one shows up. 
And like, it kind of, it really just reminded me of playing Smash Bros. Like it has that screen style and the area that you're fighting them in looks just like a Smash Bros stage. Like it's got these different elevations and platforms you're fighting on. And it literally played like I was playing Smash Bros and playing as Samus. I'm running around using all my abilities and these things are shooting at me with their laser beams. They're chasing me down, taking swings at me. I could dodge certain moves other ones i can counter and that's a big thing about metroid they ha- she has a counter move that she can do and if you time it right you'll get some really good blast shots into them and it'll shoot out a whole bunch of energy tank um like health units and, and ammo and stuff so really useful the counter attack you're gonna want to learn how to counter attack really effectively but oh my god dude like this fight was so much fun i just i was like oh man i i literally like died like First time I went in there, I knew exactly what I, I should do, but I was like, eh, I'm at like half health, probably gonna die here, so I just let them kill me so I could start over again and, and, and fuck them up with a really good strategy. Oh my god, absolutely adored that fight. I think that was my favorite one overall, that one was just a ton of fun. Uh, there's another boss fight, uh, Experiment Z57 or whatever the fuck, I, okay, the names aren't the best, I, the names aren't the best, but... This motherfucker, it was hard as hell, and this was another one that, like, mechanically was just so much fun, even though he was whooping my ass, and I was having a hard time figuring out the the strategy and the attack pattern of this dude. Especially, there's one moment where he'll just, like, basically turn on fans, and you have to, like, charge your run, and you're running, and you'll be, like, shooting these waves of energy at you, and you have to use your screw attack to, like, bounce in the air dodging these things midair oh so much fun like i was infuriated at first because i was just overwhelmed with i was like whoa this dude is just throwing these crazy things at me but you you know that there is a way to dodge everything so you just got to figure it out and man that was a really really fun boss fight i had a great time with that dude but the one boss fight that really just did not fucking go well for me was the final boss now the final boss really fun ish it was a fun fight mechanically. I thought most of the most of the parts of the fight were pretty good. Aside from one part, there's one part it'll start shooting a gun. And I don't know, it has kind of two phases with the gun. Sometimes it's a short burst of fire. Sometimes it'll just go Rambo mode. And it's just for like freaking, I swear to God, like 15, 30 seconds, you're just and all the only the best way I found to dodge that attack was just to do a screw attack and just screw attack circles all around it so it just couldn't shoot me and that was just really really annoying especially when it would just keep shooting over and over and over again but the biggest fucking problem with this final boss it was way way too long way too long i shit you not i think this was a six phase fight six phases and i basically struggled with every phase at one point or another it's like all right Took me a try or two to get through phase one. Okay, phase two took me another couple tries. Phase three took me like 10 tries to figure out. Phase four took me another few tries. And then I have to go back and do phase one, two, three all over again. Fuck up on four. Do it all over again. Fuck up on four. Do it all over again. Fuck up on five. Do all. You know what I'm saying? That one I dreaded. I started to dread doing it over and over and over again. Because it's a challenging fight. It was a challenging fight and oh man i got gassed like i got gassed it took me a solid i don't know hour hour and a half of trying it over and over again and that's all i could keep saying after every time i would fail i just i would 
big old fucking sigh and just like, I really, really, really do not want to try this again. It's just too long. And the first parts of the fight just aren't fun. Like that, like they're okay, but not fun enough for me to have to go through them again and again. And it's just so freaking long. I just, I, all, all I wanted, I was, I was just starting to think like, I just can't wait till this is over. I cannot wait until this is over. I cannot wait until I beat you. And yeah, so the final boss just really didn't hit with me. Found it way, way, way too long. Just unsatisfying to go over and fighting that son of a bitch over and over and over again. So yeah, sadly that, that last boss did not. And that's a problem. Like I, I agree with, with, um, what some people say about final bosses, like final bosses, they don't have to be overly difficult and overly long just because it's the final boss like just make a boss that that hits the target it's satisfying and fun and it tells you this and it gives you the story and on top of that this final boss i thought it teased another phase and i was like don't you fucking dare and thankfully it was basically you just have to press the button and shoot and you're good i would have been like take out have take out that whole first phase and just give me the final three phases and that final way better that would have been much better i would have been cool with that but it was i shit i swear to god i'm pretty sure it's five or six phases this fight it was way too fucking many and especially if you're counting the fake one then it's like six or seven so get the fuck out of here way too long unsatisfying didn't like it so video game developers out there don't you don't have to make it too long just make it satisfying and fun make it fun and i i am saying that this final boss was fun but not fun enough for six goddamn sequences way too freaking long so it's another complaint that i had with this game and i guess i will talk about i I guess going back to the graphics there's a couple areas uh that kind of stood out to me that I'd, i'd like to talk about a little bit so I don't know how many areas are in total, maybe like eight or nine areas. For the most part, they're, I don't know, they didn't overly stand out to me. A lot of them, like I said, they're kind of like metallic and metally and I don't know, futuristic-y looking. But there's a couple that stood out that were pretty nice. Uh, one is the, uh, oh boy, Gavaran. I tried my best. I tried my best. Anyway, this was like kind of like the jungly area, lots of vines. It gave me the, I don't know, it reminded me of when I played Metroid Prime. There was an area kind of similar to this, kind of old and ritually, temple-y, but overgrown and stuff. I really liked that area. I thought it was quite nice. And then there's, um, there is a water area in this game, but, um, so I was a little disappointed because I'm like, oh, crap why does every game have to have a fucking water level like why do we do this why do video game developers why are they so convinced that water is fun to play in water is not fun to fucking play in but they did a decent job here in this game with the water so at first the water sucks you go into it you're slow you move slow enemies move slow everything's slow yeah that's that sounds really fun right let's just slow everything down in half but you will unlock a power later on which allows you to walk through the water just like you normally do you can run through the water super fast so when i got back to that area with all those upgrades and everything i was like oh fuck yeah this is great this is fun and you can like spin attack all the way up through the water so yeah the second time around through the water much more fun but again why why do they have to keep forcing water on us i just don't understand what is their deal with water water levels are always the worst part of video games like unless it's wave rate 64 where you're racing on water don't put water in the fucking video game please and thank you all right so with that being said i like the game overall 
Um, let's talk a little bit about the length and the replayability of this game. So, like I said, I put up a little picture there of my playthrough stats at the end of the game on Twitter. It said it, I cleared it in like nine hours, but it like in total it was seventeen hours. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's in and around about 15 hours to complete it. I'll knock off a few like an hour or so for me like looking up guides and reading what to do and stuff like that. So it's it's a good game. I felt like the length was good. It didn't overstay its welcome. I felt very satisfied. Very satisfied. I didn't want more. Like I felt like I I felt like they nailed the length. It didn't overstay its welcome and it didn't feel too short. Like 15 hours may sound short for some people, but I thought this game did a really good job with its length. I, I, I was quite satisfied with that. And um, there's definitely more replayability to it. So like I said, I only got about, I think, just a little bit over 40% of all the collectibles in this game. And uh, you do, uh, once you beat the game, you get to it, you unlock a hard mode. And there's a boss rush mode, so you can go fight all the bosses in, in a row, I imagine. I haven't gone back and tried it out. Not much of a boss rush guy. I don't really like that. But uh, it's there for you and a hard mode. So I am honestly, all, all things said and done, even though those Emmy areas really chat my ass. The best thing about this game is um, the, the long, aside from the boss fights, aside from the boss fights, boss fights are my favorite thing in this game. But the, the, the sense of like true power that you feel like on that the last third of the game when you really got all your abilities unlocked and you're just ripping around this game very very satisfying like oh my god like once you start getting the abilities like i said oh the game really really opens up in a fun way once all the the shackles are let off per se and you can go anywhere everything's unlocked uh, there's no more hidden things or and you actually i felt a lot more compelled to just go out and look for stuff and i was doing that now i didn't like i said if i was to go back I am com- I am compelled enough to at one point, not right away, but at some point I can see myself coming back to this game and giving it another go. At this point right now, it's just set me off to I want to go and play other Metroid games now. I want to try the Prime remaster. I want to play uh, Zero Mission, uh, Fusion, whatever was released on the Game Boy Advance. And I want to do Super Metroid for sure now because I, I own that game. Uh, it's on the Super, on the Switch now. I really want to give that game a, a real chance this time. Now that I have a little bit better understanding of Metroid, um, which it takes. It's not what I would call the most accessible game. It's not something that you can give your like six-year-old child and expect them to have a good time with it. This is an adult game, okay? This is a teenager game. This is someone that has played a lot of video games. This is something for them. And I just think that the, the level design in this game is absolutely unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So you're going through this huge map, right? And the, the later on that I got in this game, the the more linear it started getting, and the more blown away I was with the level design. The more everything started to come together, the the more blown away I would get. As like this is all connected. The way that they have you, how they've designed you to run through this game and and kind of find your way without them really telling you what to do is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, Something that I wasn't appreciating very early on in the game, why I was getting frustrated. But now that I'm done the game, 
I kind of am compelled to want to go through the beginning again with my new vision of Metroid and kind of understand what was going on in the beginning of the game that maybe was giving me some frustrations. So this is a game that I could definitely see myself replaying. I, I think the replayability is quite high on this one. It's, um, yeah, I, I'm compelled to go back into it, especially to really enjoy that level design and, and all that stuff now. And on top of that, I don't, I really don't think I would have as much trouble with the Emmy enemy as much as I did. I will have a little bit better know-how on how to deal with them, but I can't deny that those things pissed the ever-living fuck out of me when I was playing through it. Just, just got to throw that one out there. I don't know if anyone's on the same page as I am. Um, another thing I should mention, so a friend of mine was playing this game. He said that he stopped playing it, and... Yeah, this is a game you're going to want to um, really sit down and dedicate yourself to it and get through it. This is not a game that you can step away from it for like a few days and come back and be all right. You're going to be very, very lost. Very lost. So he's he said that he's going to have to restart that one, and I completely understand that. If I was halfway through this game, took a week off and came back to it, probably going to have to restart it because I just won't know what I'm doing. There is a mission log there. You can go back and kind of like see what you've done, but... Yeah, you'd probably be better. I, I, just honestly, just if you're going to do Metroid, just dedicate. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. Play through Metroid. I feel like the, the longer my sessions were with the game, the better it was. But there were some sessions where I played this game for about an hour, hour and a half, and I pissed off the whole time. The whole hour and a half, I was mad. And then the next two hours that I play it the next day or something, amazing, amazing. So for me, it was a, a roller coaster ride for me and Metroid Dread. Um, overall though, I'm, I am, I'm good. I'm good with this game. There was times I hated it, but all things said and done, that last third of the game was very awesome. Excellent. How everything came together with the level design story. Like I said, I am not going to spoil anything. I thought there was a pretty darn cool twist story overall. It's not something that's really, um, I don't know, I didn't really like the storytelling throughout the game, but I know there's a lot of Metroid lore, so I'm very compelled to go onto YouTube and, and listen to someone who knows about the Metroid lore and tell me all about it, because it sounds really cool, and it's very mysterious and everything, it's just... I don't know, some storytelling, I don't know, you just, there's a handful of cutscenes in this game, they're short, there's like, no, there's no voice acting whatsoever, Samus doesn't say anything, she screams a little bit at the end, that's about it, no words, uh, there's a robot AI thing that talks to you, and yeah, that's about it, storyline was fine, I thought it was good, I'm not, I wasn't crying, I wasn't like fucking, oh, I can't wait for the next part of the story or anything, nah, it wasn't really giving me any of that, but I am now very interested in the lore of Metroid, so the game did that for me, it also made me extremely interested to go back and play, I think after playing this game, I feel like this could very well be the year of Metroid for me, there is a lot of Metroid out there for me to discover and play, and I have access to all of it, so... All I need to do is buckle down and go play it, and now that I've finally gotten through my first Metroid game, I feel very much so ready to go ahead and take the plunge into the Metroid series and go into the lore and everything like that. So, all things said and done, let's wrap this bitch up. Let's just go through quickly overall the pros and cons about this game that I did and didn't like. So, things that I didn't like, I was getting lost a lot. I put that down as a me problem because... Could have been me just, you know, off in my own world sometimes. Maybe I missed something. I just found I got lost a lot. So if you are a person that tends to get lost a lot in video games, you're probably going to get lost in this game a handful of times. So be ready for that. 
the Emmy areas were extremely annoying to me. I made that very clear to <laughs> in this podcast. I found the dodge window for that motherfucker was just stupid, inconsistent, very hard to read. Some just way too fast sometimes for for my reaction speed. I guess. Uh, oh man, those things really pissed me off. Uh, that speed booster spa- spine shark move. I found it to be just kind of a real pain in the ass, so much so that I would just, if there was a collectible and I needed to do that, I was probably skipping it because I just didn't want to have to deal with that ability. And I, I, I haven't actually mentioned this. There are some, uh, there's some load times in this game. Um, some, some very minor slowdown at times, like a couple of times, very, very minor, no crashes, nothing, nothing like that. But the load times, yeah, there are load times in this game, especially when you're going from... Um, when you go into the teleporter and you're going to a different area, you're looking at like a 20, 30 second load time right there. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit noticeable when I'm, you know, I'm playing my PS5, which is virtually loading. Like there's no loading on PS5. Basically it's gone. So when I'm playing Metroid and yeah, the, the load times were, they were there. So if they really, really bother you, it's it's something that I noted. So there, there were some load times in there. I was a little bit disappointed in that. But that's pretty much everything about the game that I didn't like. Um, and I guess the, the final boss was too long. But again, it was still fun enough that it's not an overall negative. Just too long, damn it. Just too damn long. All right, now the things that I loved about this game, the boss fights by far my favorite thing about this game. Loved all the bosses. They're all really fun, except maybe the eyeball, just because it was, like, easy. It was, like, kind of really easy. It wasn't, like, it was shooting, like, little projectiles at you. It was just really easy, kind of underwhelming. But boss fights, excellent. The controls in this game, uh, once you get once you get accustomed to it, feels very, very good. I like the controls. Level design is stupidly good. Like, I can't even fathom the amount of time and effort it it takes to build a game like this. How it's all connected and how they're able to block you off from certain areas until you get this. Like, it's out of control. So, level design on this game is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it's it. I, th- I feel like it really nailed the Metroid atmosphere. So, I didn't really mention much about the music yet. So, musically, again... It's good, but, and the boss fight music was quite good. That's when it would stand out the most. But for the most part, it's a very atmospheric music, kind of like a little creepy, a little mysterious, but it fits it very, very well. Now, I'm not going to say it's, it's not something that I'm going out of my way to listen to and be like, oh, fuck yeah, but it fit, it does the job. It did it well. Was it incredible? No, not really in my books. Was it bad? No, absolutely not. It does the job very well. And it gives you that classic Metroid atmosphere like how you feel when you first start up super metroid and there's the dead bodies in the lab you're like what the fuck something's wrong here so they nailed that i really like the the feeling of mystery and everything like that in the game so those are the main things about this game that i really really loved it's just a lot it's a lot of fun to play infuriating at times but i find patience really pays off and um, just acquire the abilities. Focus in on abilities. Don't focus in so much on collectibles because for the most part, a lot of them you won't be able to get just yet. So I, I would recommend just wait out until you get all the, all the power-ups and then just go through and clean it up if that's how you want to do it. But overall, out of 10, what am I going to score Metroid Dread on the Nintendo Switch? It is going to get 
a 8 out of 10. So this is a great game. I'm going to give it an 8. I recommend it to most people. So as as long as this game is it has its challenges, it has some things that I don't think is exactly everybody friendly this is not a game that i would recommend to everybody this is a game that i think most people who have a nintendo switch are going to have a lot of fun with but if this is a game that doesn't sound like it's up your alley something that doesn't really hold your hand the whole way through doesn't always let you know exactly what you're doing there's a lot of kind of it's not a linear game it's kind of you're exploring and stuff like that uh it's a little bit hard you're going to die quite a few times i did but yeah, it's it's uh, it's that. I recommend this game, but do your research. Uh, maybe try out another Metroid game if you have the Nintendo Switch Online. Maybe give Super Metroid a try. If you like Super Metroid, you're going to absolutely love this game. So that is the episode for this week, everybody. Everybody, that is Super... or No, it's not Super Metroid Dread. It's just Metroid Dread. So pleasantly, I don't know. I'm very happy with this game. I'm happy that I got to try it. Um, I feel like... People who grew up on Metroid are going to like this a lot more than I did. Um, but this has got me extremely interested in Metroid. It's really lit that Metroid fire underneath me. I am more compelled than ever to go back and play some Metroid games now. Quite in the mood for them. Uh, which is not something I thought was going to happen. I feel like you know Hollow Knight, in a way, has kind of ruined Metroidvanias for me. Because it was so good. It was so amazing that I struggle with other Metroidvanias now. But... Metroid Dread, man, absolutely worthy of um, of being in that. Now, it's not Hollow Knight caliber, but it's definitely worth your time. If you're a Metroidvania fan, absolutely. You're going to have a great time with this. If Metroidvanias aren't your aren't your cup of tea, then, well, then you're probably not going to like this Metroidvania because it's a Metroidvania, damn it. But that is my opinions on Metroid Dread, everybody. If you have any more questions or anything like that related to video games, hockey, or wrestling, or just a personal question, if you have anything like that, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Uh, there's videos on YouTube. You can leave a comment on there. You can send me an email. All the links are down below. So if you want to be a part of the show, uh, send in a question. I'll answer it live on the podcast, shout you out, and all that great stuff. If you want it to be private between myself and you, absolutely, just say so. Like, if you just want to chat, you want to chat some wrestling or whatever it is, is, man like hit me up I, i'm here so that's great um sorry that it is monday everybody but as always i'm trying to, to be here for y'all and give you give you something to do something to listen to help you through the monotony of life um or work or whatever it is that you're doing while listening to this i hope it's making it a little bit better we got uh we got a week coming ahead of us here so we're ramping up to uh wrestlemania i'm just gonna shout out or uh, mention again that I will be doing a wrestling show or a wrestling award show coming up um, probably uh, early April time once WrestleMania has passed. That's basically going to be the season finale slash new season. That's basically where we're going to end a season as at WrestleMania. So we're gonna ha- I'm gonna have my award show. So if anyone has like um, really cool awards that they would like me to give out or, uh, some worst of awards or is more or less what I'm looking for right now. Interested to hear if anyone's got some cool categories that they would like me to award or give out awards for. That would be a lot of fun. I already got things like match of the year, stable of the year, gimmick of the year, underrated wrestler of the year, most improved wrestler of the year. I believe I'm going to be doing a top 10 matches of the year in that. So I'm looking so forward to that. 
uh, episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, let me know if you have any suggestions for that. Uh, another shout out for the YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos. Playing through Detroit Become Human over there right now. So if you're interested to watch me play video games, uh, a couple people said that I was funny. So that. Yay, cool, I like that, thank you so much If anyone comments on those videos I mean, I got one the other day that just said like, Keep doing what you're doing, man, I'm doing, you're doing a good job And it literally made my day Made my fucking day I, It was awesome So, yeah, uh, just throwing that out there So thank you everybody so much for listening You've been fantastic Be back again on Wednesday with the Hockey Cast And on the weekend will be the Wrestle Recap Show So thank you again for listening And, um Go play some Metroid Dread if you want to, if that's uh, your cup of tea. It's pretty darn good. (laughs) 